Welcome into episode six of the Pinewood Perspective. We have a great week for you guys. The NFL is finally here, and we could not be more excited. And we have a great episode for you guys. We have a lot to talk about. TJ Watt extension or no? Does he deserve top-tier money from Pittsburgh? Cam Newton says he has a lot of football still left in him. The Bucks and the Cowboys are rolling tonight. We're going to talk about that game. And we're also going to be talking about some of our favorite matchups from this weekend's slate. Um, we're going to talk about some betting locks and some upsets. And then we're going to do overrated, underrated, tight ends, and Drake songs in honor of Certified Lover Boy coming out last week. It's like the hottest album out right now. But that's, how, that's what we got for you guys this week. I'm Will G. I'm JB. I'm Justin Matthews. And this is the Pinewood Perspective. Welcome back in on the Pinewood Perspective. The NFL is here. I can hear the Sunday Night Football tune in my head right now, and I'm juiced up, baby. Juiced the fuck up. Forget Sunday. You got to get to Thursday first, baby. You got to oh. hear the Thursday Night theme song first. No, it, it'll, it'll just, well, they get, it's on, um, it's on uh, NBC, so it'll be the dun, 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 We'll get it twice. It's like the best fucking, it's like the best hype-up song, and we get to hear it twice this week, that's the best thing about kickoff Wish week. everybody got to see that hand motion. And then Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, they do the slide, they do it all. It's great. I'm so excited for football. How are you excited? How excited are you, JB? <laughs> I don't know how I'm excited. I'm, I'm so excited right now. I'm, I'm literally, like, just spitting out words yeah, fast. Dude. I mean... There's a lot to look forward to. I think it's going to be a great season. Um, but looking at just week one, a lot of great matchups, a lot of close games. Um, I don't think there's any, like, for sure thing out there. Um, well, there never is in the NFL, but. Yeah, any given Sunday. But there's definitely always that one game you're like, ah, I don't have to watch it. I know who's going to win. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say there is that this week. No, nope, there's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Not it's even Bears Rams. Interesting. Oh, you never know. Red Rifle might light it up. I I was Set reading fireworks. In the sky. I was reading NFL. Uh, NFL. I was reading on NFL's website today about like top ten biggest underdogs going into this year, and Andy Dalton was like seven. Like, could prove people wrong this year, and I'm like, yeah. I'll believe it when I'll believe it when I see it. You know, Justin, how excited are you for football? Pretty, pretty excited. We got uh, some pretty good matchups, especially for week one. So, yeah, you know, Browns, Chiefs, um, Jets, Panthers, week one. Um, yeah, some, it's, it's, it's some you know, Steelers, Bills, it's, it's, it's some nice matchups. I'm juiced. There's definitely some I'm not excited for, though. Like, I mean, the Texas Jaguars, probably. I mean, it's probably going to be. Like, I'm more excited for that than I am to see Jets, Panthers. I oh, mean, a little like Darnold. Bro. The, I mean, right. That's the only reason for you. Know, oh, Darnold little Darnold revenge tour. Come on. Probably not going to sit and watch the you know, game. But, uh, I mean, the first upset of the year. You know Sam Darnold's like, oh, you got rid of me for Zach Wilson? That's his mentality right now. Until He's, Zach Wilson drops his nuts on the Panthers. You think he will? <laughs> I don't know. You got the Jets? I, I mean, I'm going to pick the Jets this week. but Oh. 
we we can wait to get to that. We'll wait to get to that because I'm 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 interested by that one. Is Robert Saleh turning the Jets defense around? He might be. No more cover zero from Greg Williams. You know how it rolls. Let's get into this week's slate. <laughs> TJ Watt. You know, Pittsburgh Steelers do not do contract extensions once the season starts, and it starts Sunday. So they have until uh, Saturday to get it done. Justin, we'll start with you. Does TJ Watt deserve top-tier money from the Pittsburgh Steelers? He absolutely does. Do I know that he gets it before then? I'm not sure. I absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. We're, we're just I'm, juiced I'm just, up for yeah. football. I'm absolutely <clears throat> sure that he does deserve the money. Uh, he's definitely the leader the leader of that defense following in his brother's footsteps, J.J. Um, he arguably should have won defensive player of the year this past season. It's a great argument, great you know, debate. <coughs> but, um, yeah, J.J. Watt is probably the best edge rusher uh, in the league right now, even more so than, you know, Khalil Mack. But um, it's another conversation for another day. But he definitely deserves to be uh, paid. I would say he definitely deserves to be paid. It's just a matter of if Pittsburgh gives it to him or not before the season starts. And I believe they will. I don't know. It's like you have to start thinking about future money as well, future contracts. Your defense is getting aged. And I don't. Did, did, has Minka gotten an extension yet? He was a 2018 pick. If Minka's locked up. I want to say when – if Minka's locked up, then you really don't have to I, worry about I could be wrong. You know, Devin Bush is a piece that you have to worry about as well down the road. If he can stay healthy, he's insane. But, but TJ, a cornerstone. I mean, he needs he to is. be first priority. Oh, 100%. You know, 100%. If it's anything, just, if you if you got to give up the whole defense and keep him in Minka or something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he wanted the people that you need locked up. I mean, you got to think, he's probably going to be looking for $28 million a year, though. That's the thing is, you know, you got to think about some of the big defensive contracts that have happened over the last few years. Khalil Mack got like, what, 25 a year? Aaron Donald got like 24. The Steelers picked up $10.5 million option for Minka Fitzpatrick's contract. Okay, so he's not fully extended. He's just no. going, he's on, they picked up his fifth year deal, which obviously I figured they would along with other players out of that draft class that were. Oh, he's going to be looking for a contract pretty soon. Mm-hmm, exactly. So they're going to have to start paying some defensive hey, players do what you soon. Do, man. That's what you do with fantastic players. You pay them, and you let them do win that. defensive player of the year. Exactly. Which he arguably should have won last year. So exactly. See. How do you feel about TJ Watt, JB? Extended by this Sunday or no? Uh, I don't think he is. Like like you guys are kind of saying, he deserves to be paid for sure, but I don't think he's going to do it or they will get it done uh, in that sort of instance. Um, I also think it kind of brings to does he want to be tied to the Steelers for however many years of a contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, they're getting older. Uh, Big Ben's probably about to retire. Steelers kind of kind of taking a step back, kind of getting into rebuild mode, and T.J. Watt's like, well, do I want to be here through it and waste my career or well, they got a winning head band. somewhere else? You no, know, they got a winning culture. They still got Mike T. Oh, yeah. So, I, mean, I love Tomlin. Tomlin's one of my favorite base. coaches. You know I mean? Oh, so, Tomlin's a monster. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's worth it. If I was TJ, I wouldn't mind staying with a. Uh, uh, at, at least you know that the organization can. They have a good history of getting back on track and always yeah. having a nice defense. So. Hundred percent. But kind of where he's at in his career, if he wants to go win a ring, maybe he doesn't go back. Let's see. You got time? What is he? Twenty four? Twenty five? I want to say turning twenty five. 
He's around that age. Yeah. So he got he got time. Yeah. He's got plenty of time. I, I would stay if I was him. Yeah, and especially if Tomlin sticks around. Yeah. Which he I don't know if he will, you know, he's been there a while quite some time now. Tomlin's taken him to two Super Bowls, but it's been ten years now since he's been in a Super Bowl with Pittsburgh and it's just kinda of been a lot of failure seasons. And I mean the fact that he's never a losing season. Never a losing never. season. That's crazy. But by Pittsburgh standards, you know, some failure seasons. And I feel like if there's going to be a guy in the NFL that you stick with, I feel like you can't take the risk of tossing away Tomlin at all because look at what he's done for you. Yeah, maybe it's not working right now, but he's consistent with it, man. He's consistent with it, and you know that he's been able to get you to the big game. He's taken you to the big game twice. It's like, why take a risk on some other numb nut? I'll say the third. I, I would say Mike T the third best head coach after Andy Reid and uh, Bill. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably have to agree with so you yeah, on that. Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, and Mike Tomlin. Yeah. And then I'd probably put Bruce Arians Bruce, at yeah. four. Bruce, yeah. four. Those four, I think, have really are really separated from the rest of the league. You know, you got to think about longer, longest tenured coaches in the NFL right now, Tomlin, Belichick. Well, Sean Payton up there, too. Sean Payton, yeah, Sean Payton. Yeah, those but five, those that, five, yeah. those five. Consistently, <laughs> consistently, yeah. consistently winning, consistently winning. Uh, let's move on to Cam Newton. Cam Newton says he's going to be dropping a video on Friday. Not a retirement video. It is not a retirement video, he says. He says he still has a lot of football left in him. Do you think he's got a lot of football left in him, Justin? I know that's your guy, yeah. and I know that you really like Cam Newton. So how much football do you truly believe that he's got left in him? So, Cam, I think, first off, I think this whole him not being the starter thing was mainly because of COVID. And it's understandable, personally, but I think Cam has – he got some football left in him. I believe he, he's still a capable NFL starter, and that's another reason I was so upset that he didn't get to start this season because, mm-hmm. you know, he had all of these setbacks last year with COVID and a new system and, you know what I'm saying, so he didn't have weapons. So he had all of this going against him this past year, and um, I just feel like he didn't get his fair shot. And – I definitely, like I said, feel like that he has a lot more football left in him. I feel like he could still be a franchise starter, whether that's a bridge for a little while or whatever. But um, he's not old, man. I mean, he what, like 32? I think. 32. So quarterback, that's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, that the, the athleticism has gone away. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's expected with age, so he, he's going to have to work on throwing. But I would like to see him in that Bill Belichick system with those tight ends and just see, you know, how that – I feel like it was a system that he probably could have done well in, but I feel like it's just not the direction that Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels Daniels wanted at all. I feel like that's just what, weren't they, what they weren't looking for. You look at what has worked for them the last 20 years, mm-hmm. and it was pocket play QB who is just accurate. And I feel like that's what they've got in Mac Jones. They had to completely retool their offense that they've been running now for years around Cam Newton's play style. And then they finally get a guy like Mac Jones, who him and Cam Newton are complete polar opposites of play style across the board. And they finally got their guy that they think could re-emulate what Tom Brady brought to New England. And I feel like they just didn't even want to have to deal with it. They just wanted to toss him right there out into the fire 
and get back to their winning traditions in New England with a guy that reminds them of Tom Brady. And I feel like that's why they just cut ties with Cam right away. They gave the experiment a year. Um, obviously, it wasn't what they were looking for because of it's just it didn't go with their quota, their pro quo or whatever fancy word it is. Yeah, it just didn't fit their system. JB, Cam Newton, a lot of football left in him. How you feeling? I mean, like we said, I told you so. I, I knew that Mac was going to be the guy. It was just a matter of time. Um, I definitely thought, though, if Cam started the year, he was probably going to finish the year. Because I, I, like you were kind of just saying, I brought up the, the aspect of, well, they just now changed their entire entire play style and playbook around Cam Newton and his play style. And now you get Mac Jones kind of going back to what you had with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's hard on an offensive coordinator. Um, you can't bounce back back and forth between the two and expect them to do the same things. So I feel like training camp was more of a what playbook do we want to go with type of deal. Yeah. Um, and if Cam wasn't able to run Mac Jones-style playbook – like a universal style, um, I feel like that was definitely part of the issue too. Um, Cam's like, yeah, I like how we were doing things, and they're like, well, we want it pocket passer type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wasn't just able to produce that. So, again, maybe vaccination was part of the problem. Um, he was definitely bouncing in and out of training camp for quite a while. I mean, two, maybe three separate occasions. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm excited to see what Mac Jones can do. Yeah, I am too. I am too. You know, he was the fifth quarterback taken in the draft. There wasn't a lot of hype around him. You know, there was the, oh, are the 49ers taking Mac at three? And then... Kind of surprised me because he was the Joe Burrow of last year. Like, wow, Mac Jones. Where did Mac Jones come from? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. I thought you were saying, like... Burrow, Burrow went one, though. That was the only difference. Well, the quarterback, the year, the year, I mean, the quarterback class wasn't really that special. The year before, I mean, Tua was, Tua and Herbert pretty much was, and Jordan Love, the legend. <laughs> I swear he's going to come back and bite me in the ass one day when he's good. Because <laughs> I've just been shitting on that man ever since he got drafted by Green Bay, and it's just going to, because I'll never forget the day that the Packers drafted him. I laughed my ass off, and my dad looked at me, and he goes, why are you laughing? And I'm like, because they just took a quarterback who's not good. And he was like, yeah, you want to know something? He said, I laughed my ass off when they took Aaron Rodgers. He said, look what that got me. And I was like, damn. So it's probably going to come back and bite me in the ass, and they'll probably get, like, 40 straight years of Hall of Fame quarterback play. 40. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But – yeah, I agree with you on that. I feel like Mac Jones, I'm excited to see, I'm just getting back to the point. I'm excited to see what Mac Jones can do in New England now. And I'm excited to see if Cam Noon can get another shot and maybe go to a system that will fit his play style. Because so. people, they can say, you know, we're not switching the we're not switching the playbook up that much. But I'm telling you, there, there is a much different play style that you're calling and running with Cam Newton at quarterback and with Mac Jones at quarterback. Because I don't see Mac Jones running the read option anytime soon. I really don't. You know, maybe on the goal line, but that's that's about it. See, I thought they were going to keep them both around to do kind of like a trick play, two quarterback type of set, 
kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know, some weird stuff. Line them both up in the backfield. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past Line them. Cam at wide receiver, do a little reverse pass, and then have Cam toss or vice versa. I don't know. I just saw some crazy shit coming from the Patriots when it came to that. I won't put it past. I don't. I don't. I've seen, but obviously not anymore. But. I've seen that the Bears were doing like with Justin Fields this weekend. Like a lot of beat writers say, saying like, "Don't be surprised if you see Justin Fields trotting out on the field for a player too." Like just having like the tool, the dual I mean, quarterback. But when it's like that, I feel like people would know it's coming type of right, deal. Like, mm-hmm. right. well, yeah, that's what Sean McVay said. Sean McVay was like, "We'd be pretty." stupid not to prepare for Justin Fields right now. Like, we're not idiots. Like, we're not just focusing completely on Andy Dalton right now. We'd be stupid to not do any preparations for Justin Fields, which he's right. You know, obviously anything could happen. <laughs> There's not – I'm sure you're not sitting there going 12 hours a day you're on gonna Andy head, Dalton. You're going to head to L.A. and you're just going to rip out Andy Dalton's Achilles or something before the game. <laughs> no, I'm not. Man, I'm red rifle till I'm dead, bro. Yeah, my ass. <laughs> But, yeah, um, I feel like it'd just be stupid not to pre- – like, he's right. It'd probably be stupid not to prepare for Justin Fields to even have some sort of action. I'll be bricked up if it happens. <laughs> I won't want to see him step off the field. I promise you that. All right, let's 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 finally get into actual fucking football, baby. It's here. We're actually going to be talking about games that are going to mean something now. Games that will mean something. This is finally. huge. Finally. You know, we're going in. It took us six episodes to get into the juicy stuff, the all stuff right. you guys have all been waiting for, and it's here. JB's bricked. Bucks Cowboys tonight. JB, we'll go ahead and uh, break the game down. Who you got tonight? I think the Bucks are going to win, but I think it's going to be closer than people expect it to be. Oh. I see maybe come out kind of even, both teams kind of coming out slow. So definitely hammer the the halftime under. And then I think Dallas will take a lead. Take a lead in like uh the start of the second half, more like third quarter. Mm-hmm. Dallas will Dallas will take a lead, give Tampa a little scare, and then Tampa's just gonna put the gas on at the end. Um and they're not gonna lose the game. But I definitely think it'll be closer than people expect. Tom Brady's is used to this opening kickoff deal. You know, I'm pretty sure this is like his fourth, his fourth or fifth game now, where he's uh, taking the taking the reins on opening kickoff, and I don't think it's always worked out in his favor. No, it hasn't, because I know that the Ch- Alex Smith and the Chiefs whooped his ass the year they beat the Falcons after that year, and I don't know if they won the game where they beat the Rams. Nor do I really care right now, because I really don't. But, you know, Tom Brady's been there, done that. You know, this ain't his first rodeo, being in the spotlight. He's played in 10 Super Bowls. He's been in multiple opening kickoff games, and they've got all 22 starters back. I just feel like the Cowboys have too many question marks right now that they need to figure out before they start competing with these big teams. And I feel like I'll be very shocked if they figure it out out of the gate. Now, I do agree with JB while on the fact that, you know, I think it could be close for quite some time. But I think there is going to be a point where Tom Brady, Bruce Arians, and that Tampa defense just stomp on Dallas's throat. Like, I'd maybe give it about two and a half quarters before they're fully pulled away by... Mm, pulled away? I'd say I'd, I'd say within two and a half quarters, I think it's going to be a 10-point lead. 
a 10 point lead and it's going to be in the Bucks' hands and they're going to make it a 17 lead point. I'll, I'll go that they finish it off. I think they win by two scores. I think final score is two scores. Two scores meaning two touchdowns or like a touchdown field goal? I mean, yeah, it's a big difference. I'd say it's an eight point spread. So what are you taking? I'll go. I'll take the. I'll take the. I'll take Bucks to cover eight point spread tonight. Yeah, I like that. Bucks to cover eight. I like that. I, I do. don't like that. I, don't. I think it's going to be. I think at least a ten point game. Yeah. I think that it's just there's too much questions with the Dallas Cowboys for them to figure it out in Week One against the arguably the best team in the NFL. I think a seven-point lead is the most they'll get. Really? So you're not bought in on Tampa Bay, or you're really yeah, bought in on no, the Cowboys? I'm, just, I'm bought in on a, a slow start. I feel like okay. week one's kind Flat of Flat-footed? Yeah, for a lot of teams. I mean, most of those guys probably, um, again, haven't watched preseason religiously of, especially Tampa Bay's. Um, I don't know how many of those guys have even taken a snap in preseason. Yeah, they're going through practice. You're going through the motions. But none of them have really probably gotten game speed reps. I mean, same same with Dallas. But mm-hmm. I think it'll be close for a long duration I'm, of the game. I just feel like, you know, Dak hasn't even taken a live game speed rep since last October, which is why I really think that he's gonna he has a chance to come out real flat-footed, especially against a defense who you is mean, shocked known. when he comes out and throws for 500. I would be shocked, and I'd be happy. I like Dak Prescott. He's about the only player on the Dallas Cowboys that I do respect and like, you know? But I just feel like that defense. What do you think, Justin? Tampa, they coming in, I think, you know, obviously when they're coming off the Super Bowl, all the confidence in the world. Um, they're going to be at home. I could see them ending with uh, maybe a 14-point lead, I think. I, I don't, I'm not too – Sold obviously on on um, Dallas's defense, but um, I just felt like 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 uh, Will said they're gonna come out slow. They definitely need to figure it out and put it together. Uh, Tampa got all of that talent, so I think talent also kind of usurps or usurps, have you said um, some of that kind of rust that they'll have. And I just yeah. I, I don't. I'm not like. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout either. I know some people think it's just gonna be a straight wash. They just gonna. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout either because uh, that offense is so prolific. But I'm trying to think. Like of, I wouldn't feel comfortable taking them as a suicide pick, and saying that they're Tampa? gonna be a hundred percent winner. Tampa. Right, right, right. No, no, I would no. save them. Yeah. I would definitely save them for when they play like the Panthers or something. Or yeah, but even if. Tonight, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think the cow. I mean, I, I have the Cowboys winning the East. You know, I think they're going to be a playoff team. Oh, it's really? just, I, yeah, I do. I think it's no matter what, it's Washington or Dallas coming out of the East. I disagree, but okay. Who do you think is coming out of the East? Don't say Philly. No, of course not. Um, either Washington or New York. Really, you think New York's coming out of the East this year? Maybe. Uh, it's, 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 I don't it's, mind. It's I don't mind New York. If Daniel Jones just. I mean, because You're it's, it's, the, it's the turnovers. It's the turnovers. If, if he, he can cut them a lot more than the turnovers, I and think. then it's the O line too. But I mean, you know, you still got a healthy O-line, Saquon. The defensive backs. The they got a good defensive line. I mean, their D backs are good. You know, uh, James Bradbury is very solid. He's so he becoming gets a diced dog. Up. He's becoming you know, a dog. Uh, that division is always 
pretty much they that all those teams always play each other tough. So it's always kind of a toss up anyway. But you know, you you already had Washington winning last year, and I just feel like New York, it may be their time this year. If Daniel Jones could stop with the turnovers, that's a that's a him. That's not or he needed some more weapons. That's a purely him problem. Well, they got him more weapons. They got him more weapons. KG, get Saquon back. Kadarius, Tony. And then they got a solid – they had an all right defense. I mean, last last year, I think it was really underrated how solid solid defense was. They did. They did. I could see a scenario where they put it together, for sure. I mean, I guess – Either Washington or New York for me, though. I mean, I like Dallas. I don't know. I think Dallas is a playoff team. I just think, going back to tonight's game, that it's just going to – be, it's just going to be too much for them to handle at this point early in the year. I think there's too many questions. There's questions with their defense, and that's stuff that they're going to figure out as the season goes on. They play easier matchups. But at the same time, you know, we've seen stuff like this happen before. We've seen teams come out and get shocked really early in the year for a team with a lot of anticipation around them. I mean, like I said, going back to that Chiefs, Chiefs-Patriots game in 2017 where Alex Smith almost had a perfect passer rating against Bill Belichick's defense, and they put 42 on the defending Super Bowl champion New England Patriots that night and stomped their skulls in on their home field. Like, we've seen stuff like this happen before. I just, in my opinion, there's too many question marks around Dallas right now for them to go out there and upset the upset the Bucks. Yeah. Not impossible, just too many question marks. Okay, let's get into uh, some of your favorite weekend matchups. JB, who are some of your favorite weekend matchups? Outside of my own Vikings? Outside of your own Vikings. I mean, you can't be really too hyped up about Bengals-Vikings. Oh, I am. I, I mean, mean yeah. I've seen I've seen a lot of people say that the Bengals are going to upset the Vikings. A lot of crack point. smokes. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I love it. I mean, I really oh, do. But whatever. outside of that, I would definitely say – I'm excited for Browns Chiefs. Yep. Oh was, yeah. yeah that was um, surprise! That's not the Sunday night. I game, definitely really. might take them as another one of my upsets this week. What's the spread on that? Uh, I want to say seven and a half or six and a half. I could be wrong. Wow. Six really? or seven and a half. I was really. I think shocked. the Browns will win straight up. I was really shocked to see Browns Chiefs not as the Sunday night game, but you know how the NFL works. You got Chicago versus LA right there. Who's going to pull in the most viewerships for a Sunday night game? You found your answer. Um, Packers Saints, I feel like, is one that's really being slept on for. Packers going to blow them out. That's what I'm saying. They've got a hell of a spread with them. You know what? Minus four. Minus four. I don't know why. That's the biggest hammer of the night right there. And they're not in the dome. That's huge. You know, Saints fans travel. There's no doubting that. There's going to be a shit ton of Saints fans in Jacksonville this weekend for that game. But you got to think about how many Packer fans live in Florida as how well. They're going to be in Jacksonville a month, right? I think the first two weeks, first three, maybe mm-hmm. the first two yeah. home games. I want to say two home games. Okay. But think about how many Packer fans live in Florida as well. You got to think about that. You know, uh, a lot of Bear fans live down Florida's there. Florida's diversity. A lot of Bear fans live down there, a lot of Packers fans, because they all travel down there. There's going to be people popping out at this opportunity, like, holy shit, you know? It's only a two-hour drive. Honestly, believe it or not, when I was down in Texas, you remember when I went to Texas over the winter? Yeah. Um, it was crazy, the amount of Vikings fans I saw, because they don't have – they don't get Vikings games down there. So we went to uh, the B-dubs, mm-hmm. and 
I walk into the B-dubs, and there's, like, four different sets of just families just wearing all Viking shit. And I was like, hey, okay, maybe well, I do fit in down here. I remember, like, when we went to, when we went to Florida one year, like, you had, like, a Vikings table. You had an Eagles table. Like, just they travel to the warm the warm side of uh well, that's what it is. It's all the States. all the cold states. Oh yeah, you, you'll be seeing a whole that's bunch where of they all teams. Pop out. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, I love Packers minus four. I think that's maybe my biggest hammer, other than maybe Minnesota and hammer Minnesota, and I'm hammering the Jaguars this weekend minus two. Hammering that, I'd slam that shit over the Texans. I'm hammering the 49ers too. For really, sure. minus what seven? Seven and a half. Okay. Okay. That's that's gonna be like not even close type of that's definitely two two scores for me type of game. Okay. Let's dive into we'll go we'll go game by game here. Seahawks, Colts, you know what the spread is on that? Uh Seahawks minus two and a half. Really? Yep. Okay, let's talk about Indy, the game Indy. and let's talk about the spread on that. Yeah. How we feel. I like Indy. I like Indy as well. I like Indy what, plus two and a half. Y- yeah. I think I'd just take them straight up to win at that yeah, point. But he might as well admit the money line. Um, um, is Carson Wentz back? Yeah, yeah. Carson he, Wentz he is He's set playing. to make the start. So, again, pending any issues in between now and then, uh, I would definitely say the Colts have the one up in my book there. I just think the, the Seahawks aren't – they got the offense. They're just not together enough on the defense yet. They lost a lot of pieces – and they had three draft picks to make up for what they had lost. Dwayne so, Asker just taking them to the promised land. Well, that's offense. That's not helping them on defense none. I'm all a little turmoil. Jamal Adams got his his uh, extension. Um, uh, Diggs was looking for his, but I don't think he got it yet. Quandre Diggs. So, I don't know. Okay. Maybe a little turmoil. I just see him taking a, a quick L right off the bat. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm always going ride with a defense, always. That's another reason of why I think uh, either the Giants or the um, – almost said the Wizards, the Washington football team, they don't they don't have a name, so I can think of it. The Washington uh, football team is going to win the NFC uh, East. But back to this, yeah, I think the Colts, they also play at home. Like uh, JB said, they have a defense. They got an all-around solid team. I have no faith in Carson Wentz. I don't think – I think he's going to get exposed this year. I am not on that train. Um, I think he's I'm done. on that train. I do not like him as a person. I'm the fucking I, conductor. I think he's a loser. I think he got a loser's mentality, the way he left Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't think I don't think he like competition. I don't, I'm 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 so low on him, but I, 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 I'll, I'll take them. And Lucas – I think the game will be close, though. Not gonna count out dangerous. I think the game will be close. Well, you just you just can't count out the Seattle Seahawks scoring points on any team. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm. Yeah, you, you, Russ, man. I love it. I got Russ in fantasy, so yeah, you can't run it up. <laughs> I need sure. fucking Lamar to go crazy this year. I didn't even draft him, but I'm cool him. with it. I got Lamar. I got I, like the whole damn the Ravens. If I was I drafting, I would have taken defense. Yeah. Was Devontae Adams? Off? I gotta ask you. Were you because you were there present for the draft? Was Devontae Adams off the board when he took Aaron Jones? Yeah, I took okay. Adams at seven. And I had, what, eight? You had nine. Nine, okay, good. Because I was like, if he fucking... No, I took Adams. If he let Adams slip, I was on ass. <laughs> I, I, mean, was, I, I wasn't going to let him slip. 
All right, I just needed to know the order. But if I you want them, if you want them, we can make a trade. I, I hate making trades with you because we have a dynasty team together, and I know how you fucking think. Um, no, you don't. Yes, I do. We have a team together. Uh, yeah, I know your methods. What's what's my methods? Without giving away my secrets. I'm not going to give it away on here. We're going to leave the fantasy football talk to the fantasy football crew. All right? I still need to get on that show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're all rocking with the Colts? Yeah. Which is kind of insane. So all of us have First dog of the day. uh, All of us have the Bucks. All of us have the Colts. I can't believe that they're really the underdogs, though. All right. Jags, Texans. This one's pretty simple. What do we got? Jags minus two here. Yeah, I, I'll take the Jags. I take think it's Jags two and a minus half, two. Yeah, take the Jags, hundred yeah. percent. Um, their defense is getting better. Getting I think the Texans aren't going to win a game. Yeah, I, I'll be. You seeing. really believe that they're the next zero and sixteen team? Yeah, I mean, if they very well could be. I, I give them one. Unless they could squeak one out against the Jaguars, and I don't think that'll happen either. I give them one or two. I mean, their schedule isn't like. I wouldn't be surprised. Cakewalk. I wouldn't be no. surprised. I mean, it's never a cakewalk. All right, so we're all rolling with the Jags, and we're all smashing the minus two and a half yeah. on that. Yep. All right, Eagles-Falcons. Now, this one's an interesting one. Um, JB, yeah, we'll is. start with you. Who do you got this week, and what are, what are the spreads at? Um, the spread, I was looking at this one yesterday, too. Falcons minus three. Ooh, I kind of like that. I like Falcons minus three. I think they win the game. I think that's definitely going to be one of the first – Pop-up highlights where uh, Young Hoku's kicking a game winner, and that's it. Like they're gonna, they'll they'll probably push. So, I think it's probably gonna be a high-scoring game. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree, but I think it's gonna come down to a field goal. What do you know what the over is on that game? Probably a lot. Plus three. What do you? Forty-eight. Forty-eight. I like that over. I do like that too. I like that over. Twenty-four piece. Maybe a little SGP, a little same-game parlay. You know, this isn't betting with the bench, but we're kind of turning it into. But we're just here for your pick-ems, our breakdowns. Um, Falcons-Eagles, that's a a tough one. Like I said, I think it's going to be a high-scoring matchup. I think Matt Ryan uh, puts up numbers, Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts. I'm going to go ahead and say Kyle Pitts starts off his his rookie year with a great day. I think Kyle Pitts is going to go off. I think he's going to have a great day. You don't think he's going to? Really? Mm -hmm. Why not? Um, I just think... Between, so Calvin Ridley's going to get all those looks. Of course. Because he's wide receiver one. Then you're talking Russell Gage, maybe gets, uh, a, maybe gets uh. a few looks. But Kyle Pitts is probably their number two on that offense. Oh, 100%. So I would imagine the Eagles, if they're any sort of smart, I mean, they got Anthony Harris, they got Eric Wilson. Uh, Darius Slay's probably going to be on Calvin Ridley. So... Dang, stop him, Cap. Weak side, dude. I would, I would. What, what do you consider a good day? I would, I would make a wager on it. I would say I bet he has sixty plus yards. I would For set it at like seventy five, and I would say he's not going over. Yeah, I'll say about seventy five. I agree with that. So is he really having a great day then? I think that five he just catches gets five catches seventy five yards. It's like, a solid wow. day for a rookie. Dang, wow. For a rookie tight end, that's not uh, bad. You don't see game? tight ends yeah. jumped on like that that early. I think yeah. the late earliest I've seen a tight end jumped on in the last few years is Hawkinson at like 10. I don't know. He, he, I stayed away high. from him in fantasy this year, too. Cause, Who fits? Yeah. I mean, he was getting drafted as tight end four in the fourth round, and I just I couldn't do it. Mm. 
You just never know with a rookie. I would take Andrews. I would take Hawkinson. I would take Kittle, Kelsey, obviously, all over Pitts. Fant. Uh, that, that's where that's where he's at. He's in that range of, do I want Noah Fant or do I want Kyle Pitts? There's too many weapons on that offense. I mean, fantasy purposes, I wouldn't take Fant over Kyle. Waller. Teddy loves. I about Waller. Waller, too. Teddy loves his tight end, so. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think Atlanta goes on top by, <clears throat> I'll go, I think, I think it's going to be like four points. Like, what, you think it's going to be more than four no, points? I think it's going to be three. I just told you. I oh. think it's going to be our first. Oh, they pop it up on the screen. It's Young Ho Koo kicking a game winner. 32-28. 32-28. All right, Chargers-Washington. Another game I'm really excited about. I'm really excited about this game. I'm really confused on the spread. But what is it? Chargers minus one. Really? Wow. I'm excited a lot about where what's going to happen with the Chargers defense. Brandon Staley's there now. Um, he obviously has a great track record leading up to his first head coaching gig. He was the outside linebackers and linebackers coach in Chicago in 2018. You know, he was making Leonard Floyd look good at football. He was making Khalil Mack look really good at football. And uh, then he goes to the Rams, becomes the Rams defense, or he follows Vic Fangio. Then he's working with Von Miller, Bradley Chubb. Then he goes to the Rams. He's working with Aaron Donald, makes Leonard Floyd have a breakout year. And now he lands up with L.A., you know, who has, you know, a solid offense up to date. Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Herbert is poised to, you know, be a quarterback for a long time in this league right now. Sophomore slump maybe could happen. Never know. But I'm excited about this game. I'm excited to see what Herbert and how he can handle Washington's defense. You yes. know, I feel like it's going to be a tight game, but I'm, I am I got to go with Washington in this one at the end of the day, 100%. Right. I was going to say, so you got them winning? <laughs> yeah, I got okay. Washington winning. Right. I do yeah, got yeah. Washington winning. I think Ron Rivera is going to have a good game plan for Justin Herbert. JB, you? You're rocking with the Chargers? Yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers. I think they mm. well cover the minus one. Mm. Oh, how big of a score? I can see like a 27-20 game, Chargers on top. So that's why you were confused. Yeah. I thought you were saying you were confused on why the Chargers were favored. In Washington? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. They got the magic there now. They can play wherever they want to. They could go out and play in London. I mean, it doesn't matter. The magic's there now. That bogus shit is tough going to win the uh, battle. First off, uh... (laughs) I'm always go with the defense, man. I like, and then and then it's early, so you know, Fitz Magic, Magic just started. So exactly, <laughs> baby, it's, just getting, real, it's getting real spiced up. I'm on the game. You know, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna bet on this game. I think it's gonna one. be a good game. You yeah. probably have four hundred. You got Washington. I think bucks. it's gonna be a good game. I'm not taking five bucks. No, I'm done with the wagers, yeah, man. No, I, I got my understand. one wager from you, and then I gave you the, the Broncos Chargers wager, and then we're straight on that. We're good on that. I'm not a better like you are. We, I was playing Madden last night. Listen to this, Justin. I was playing Madden last night. Him, you know, baseball games are getting over. It's like 1 in the morning. You know, I'm still on the game. I don't know if you had a – did you have a good day betting yesterday? It wasn't too bad. wasn't too bad. Did you come up profit? Uh, we were about even. About even. Okay. So about even. Uh, we were running mutt squads. We just lost to a bad team. We just lost to a bad team, and we were trying to get these dudes to run it back for $500 cash. Oh, I was wow. in. They were bad. They were bad. I was in all the way. And JB was like, mm, let me get a piece of that. <laughs> like, this dude, 
just can't stop betting money. He was about to bet on our Madden game. Like he was, he was like, "Let me get a piece of that. Let me get in on this bet." Like five hundred dollars is a lot for for three dudes. So I was it like, is, yeah. "Hey, if I sponsor part of the team, like was over here talking how bad they are." I was like, oh, "Shit, they were that's, bad. that's a three hundred twenty-five dollars for me." They beat us. They beat us by two points online. They beat us by two points. They had a kickoff return for a touchdown. We fumbled on a kickoff that they returned for a touchdown. And they pretty much had like a ninety yard bomb on a defensive pass interference on a swap play. So who wouldn't want in on a three hundred and twenty five dollars if given the opportunity? It was a lock. We were winning that game. Right. So if it was a lock, give me a little piece. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I, was <laughs> I don't just gotta like, play. Just give me a little piece. I, I was like, bro, you licking your wounds over here? Do you have a, like, you trying to make it? You trying to make it back? Come up here? No, we did bet on the the Padres though last night, and, and that didn't turn out, did it? Well, we had Blake Snell. Over nine strikeouts, and we had the Padres to win the game. Snell had a gem. He had a perfect game through six. Um, in the seventh inning, they scored the Angels, this being. They scored two two runs off of one hit, and we ended up taking the Angels minus one and a half to put us back at even. So it turned out okay. But okay. okay. I don't know. All right, Bills Steelers. Another noon game. I'm rocking with the Bills here. Heavy. You know, Bills are my SB team out of the AFC this year. My Super Bowl team. You said that last year. Super Bowl. Yeah, I did say that last year. I have them going to the Super Bowl this year, Justin. It's not that crazy. You to said think that about. last year, dude. Though. I did say that last year, but it didn't happen. I'm saying it again this year. But it's not. I'm gonna, gonna be right one of these years. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be. I'm just gonna keep picking. Huh? Next 32 right. years. <laughs> Odds are I'm right. Packers nah. fans say the same. They definitely ain't. Uh, I, don't, I don't see that happen. It's not impossible, but they definitely not winning the, the Super Bowl or or going to the Packers Super Bowl. fans say that every year. I've just it's my second year picking the Bills to go to the yeah, Super so Bowl. Yeah, so you're basically a Packers fan. No, I'm not. What <laughs> Packers fans say that every year? This is year number two. Now, if I pick the Bills again next year, you have an argument. But I got the Bills going to the Super Bowl this year. I think they roll over the Steelers. Six and a half is the line. Yep. Six and a half. I think they roll over the Steelers. You know, the Steelers' defense will probably keep it close because, you know, and it's just Mike Tomlin. So you can never rule out Pittsburgh no matter what, but I'm ruling out Pittsburgh right here, right now. That's one I'm I'm probably going to stay away from, but if I had to pick, I'd probably take Bills minus six and a half. Yeah, I'd probably, if we're given betting advice right now, I'd probably stay from minus six and a half because you do never know with Tomlin and that defense. Um, if they win, I could see them winning by seven, but yeah, I don't know. it could definitely be a three point game. Mm-hmm. You never know. You do everybody, never know. Everybody, of course, got all of that, you know, got to overcome that initial rust. But, um, I, I think the Steelers is another team that's gonna have to have some uh hardships along the way this season. Um, we'll see what Big Ben is, but um, what's the head shake for? They ain't even gonna be 500. You think this is gonna be this is gonna be the very first year this that the losing year. season, huh? Losing season, I can Barely. see it. Like an eight and nine, I can see it. I can't see their it. division's just so yeah. good. It yeah. is. It's a, they're it's a in a good nice division. division. It's a real nice division. It is. Um, yeah, I'm gonna rock with the Bills. I'd probably like. I agree with JB. I'd stay away from the minus six and a half because you just do never know with Mike Tomlin and the Steelers defense. But the Bills defense has only gotten better. <laughs> Um, they got some pass rush there now if Gregory Rousseau can keep playing. And, you know, their Steelers' offensive line has gotten tremendously worse mm-hmm. in the offseason. You know, Pouncey retired, Villanueva's gone. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say pound the, 
pound the Bills just to win, but I'd probably stay away from the minus six and a half money line. So we're all rocking with the Bills here. Yes, sir. Got to keep it in the notes for my cute little graphics that Russo, I make. If Russo turned out, yeah, they, they definitely a Super Bowl contender. I mean, they are now, but, I mean, I'll definitely be a little more invested, bought in on that take. All right, here we go. 49ers-Lions. JB, this is a game that you've been talking about, a game that you love. You love the spread on this one, so I'll go ahead and let you kick this one off. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those ones. There's not many of them, but there is usually one a week, and this is one where I'm like, yeah, I don't even got to watch it. If the 49ers win, I'll be absolutely shocked. And if they don't win by more than – You just said if the 49ers if the win, you'll if be they, shocked. If they, don't, meant, if they don't win – Oh, if they don't win, you'll be absolutely shocked. I'll be shocked. absolutely shocked. And if they don't win by – 10-plus points, I would be absolutely shocked. Yeah. Really? I agree. Yeah, I would have to completely agree. You know, Lions Again, are in a retool. kind of working yourself back. Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. I don't got no Defense getting back, this. working out the rust, the whole shebang, but I don't even think it'll be close. Yeah, I, I really don't have a lot of faith in Jared Goff in Detroit this year. You know, you could say whatever you want about their offensive line. You know, it's solid, but they're throwing the ball to Tyrell Williams. So, I have a top two who's on the injury shoot. list, by the way? He is. Is he going to play? I don't know. Too so early gonna, to tell, probably. So, he's going to be throwing the ball to TJ Hawkinson and DJ. TJ Hawkinson is going to be lined up out wide, and DeAndre Swift's going to be lined up in the slot. <laughs> they're just going no and Jamal Williams in the backfield. Yep. That's all they're rolling with there. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead, go ahead and have to agree with you on this one. I don't know about the minus seven. I, complete, I do think it'll probably be a two score game. But like JB kind of was talking about, you know, getting the rust shaken off. They had a lot of injured dudes last year on that defense. Uh, Bosa's making his way back. And like he said, Garoppolo's making his way back. Hasn't taken a live snap in a while. So maybe the minus seven on the bet kind of makes me a little nervous. But if I'm 100% have to make a bet there, I'm smashing the minus seven for sure. I'm not taking anything Detroit to cover anything really at all. Justin, how do you feel about this Lions uh, 49ers game? Yeah, um, yeah, they don't got no business losing this game. I think George Kittle also has a great day. Um, I love that. I think the running backs are going to feast on this Detroit defense. It's a lot of holes. Yeah, I think they, they I think, yeah, they just going to have a great game. Are we starting Mostert this week, JB? Yeah. We are against Detroit. Might as well. Because fucking Dobbins tore his ACL. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and have to agree with you guys across the board. You know, I think uh, that Kyle Shannon is just going to be able to figure it out, even if Jimmy G's struggling or not. You know, that defense is stout. They got some solid pieces over there. I don't know how good the 49ers are really going to be this year. I don't know if I'm fully bought in on a 49er playoff run this year, really, honestly. I really like the Rams, and there's a it's a really tough it's a really tough conference. That secondary needs some work. It does. It does. So, it really it really needs kind of a little bit of a turnaround. Yeah. Other than uh, Jason Verrett, who's really solid. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, I, I, like I said, I don't know if I'm bought in on the 49ers making a playoff appearance this year at all, personally. But it's Detroit, who, in my opinion, is a bottom two, bottom three team in the league. And uh, I think that the 49ers are good enough to just roll over them. So we're all rocking with the 49ers on this one. Vikings, Bengals, uh, another one I feel like we're all going to have similar answers on here. Mm-hmm. I'll sit out. I don't know why you're sitting out. <laughs> it's your team. Uh, Vikings are minus three, which we all agreed is a smash pick. 
there. I have the Vikings by at least 10 points, I would say. Would you not agree, JB? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's your final score? 34-17. I'd say that's fair. Yeah. So that's probably then your one game where you think this is the, the blowout game? Like you won't – like the blowout game? Do you think that this is the – Highest. In I don't count my score. own team in that. No, I don't. I don't count my own team in that. Oh, I th- I think well, okay. So then, do you think that this game is the <coughs> highest in between? You know, highest margin in between scores. Oh no, I think the 49ers very well could be. Yeah. Okay. That'd be the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I got I got Minnesota 34 20 at best. Uh you know, we got. Joe Burrow coming off of a very major injury, very major injury. Is that does that sound right? Very yeah. major injury. Mm-hmm. Very major injury. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, injured leg. I don't know, I think but there's gonna be a lot of rust, a lot of rust to shake off, and um, I'm not sure if I'm bought in on uh, their offensive line quite yet. And obviously, Jamar Chase struggled in the preseason, but I like Boyd. You know, I like Jamar Chase still. But he struggled a lot, and um, I think Minnesota's defense. <clears throat> I think Minnesota's defense is going to be a really good defense this year. They've got a lot of pieces coming back. I don't know if it's going to be you know top five this week because you know they also have to shake off the rust a little bit. They've got you know Daniel Hunter didn't play at all last year. Top Anthony five. Barr played what two games last year? JB. Yeah, not many. And um, Kendrick's like half the season. Kendricks, yeah, half the season. So they, they're probably going to, you know, there's probably going to be some plays where you're like, what the f- fuck happened there? You know, there's always those plays in the games. But I think I do think Minnesota's going to roll over, roll over the Bengals pretty easily here. And uh, it's a good starter. I think it's a perfect starter game for you guys. Perfect way to get the rush shaken off for you guys. Mm-hmm. Open up against a not-so-good team instead of having to, you know, go I against I was just like, going to say that, actually. I think it's perfect to kind of bring in all mm-hmm. these guys who haven't really played together. Um, outside of a few of them, obviously Harrison Smith and all those other guys, Daniel, Kendrick's bar. Yeah, um, you're getting Pierce back as well, who didn't play at all last year. Right, but bringing in all the new guys and then kind of making this our first game, let them build that chemistry on the field, mm-hmm. and then hit the ground running come week two. Who you guys got week two? Arizona. No, okay. Arizona's week three. Why do I not know this? I don't know. I know we got the Seahawks within the first four weeks. I know we got the Cardinals within the first four weeks. And Cardinals is week two. It is. Seahawks is week three and Browns is week four. So after that, it gets a little bit tougher. A lot of solid offenses. It's a nice way to roll into the but schedule, yeah, though. It's a, exactly. It's like a nice build up to yeah. Exactly. I think this is the perfect game for you guys to. You need to get uh, it clicking. Yeah. Right, right off the jump. It has to be clicking right away because it gets a lot tougher after the Bengals for sure. So, like I said, this is a perfect game for Minnesota to get rolling on their season. I think this could be a um, – definitely get the Vikings. I think this could be an interesting game, though. I think um, Cincinnati's offense is definitely explosive. Definitely another team is going to have to jail and, you know, get to learning each other. Mm-hmm, 100%. Despite Burrow and um, Chase already knowing each other. But it's a lot of weapons mixing. I mean, I'm – I just I think it it would be interesting. I maybe I I agree with you maybe on the offensive standpoint that the Bengals could, you know, have some solid plays, but their 
just on the fact that, you know, Minnesota still has to gel their defense a little bit, even though they have more pieces that have played together longer. And, you know, maybe there could be some explosive plays, but I just don't like the Bengals' defense at all, really. And that's why – and Minnesota's offense is pretty much the same across the board. Yeah. Um, other than outside of the yeah. offensive it'd, line, it'd be a, a nice game to watch. I, I, I think it'd be points put up on both sides. Nice, yeah. Touchdowns. Trey Wayne's isn't playing either. Yeah, I did oh, see that. So I don't like. I don't. Yeah, I don't like uh, Cincinnati's defense at all. Really, I think that's the reason Uzi why. A something and Eli Apple. Should Obi should Obi a <laughs> Yeah, I like him. He's cool. From uh, Dallas, I like yeah. his name. All right, uh, Jets Panthers. This is an interesting game. We got a little Sam Darnold revenge tour. Panthers. Starting off week one. Oh, you got Panthers for sure? For sure, yeah. This Um, is a game that I'm kind of uh, a little excited about, just a little bit. It's not really that big of a matchup. No one really cares about it, and I'm sure. I don't don't, don't care. I mean, it's exciting just for those Just the storylines, the storylines behind it. The one thing I'm excited about is what is Robert Saleh going to do with his first head coaching gig, and how is the Jets defense going to play? That's what I would say I am the most anticipated about, is how good is the Jets defense going to be with Robert Slay play calling? They've got some solid pieces that I like. Gwynn Williams, Marcus May, mm-hmm. a few others. Um, C.J. Mosley come back, right? C.J. Mosley's back. Yeah. J.B. just got the – every time we talk, J.B. just keeps this fucking big smirk on his face. Like, he just can't <laughs> wait to say something. Every – any time we say something, he's just – Bouncing up, and you guys can't see, but he's bouncing up and down in his chair with a smile on his face. Like, can't wait to say some shit. Like, wh- what's up? How do you feel about this Nothing. game? Nothing. I already said that I'm taking the Jets in this one. Yeah. What's the spread on it? Uh, five and a half for the Panthers. Are you taking the Jets in the spread, or are you taking I'll them straight take up? Jets money line. Ooh, what's the, there's got to be some pretty hefty odds on that one. Probably 240. Okay. Um... I'd stay away from uh, – I love Jets plus five and a half. I love Jets plus five and a half. I would stay away from Panthers minus five and a half. Do I think the Panthers will come out on top? Maybe. I'm probably going to go ahead and go with the Panthers with Justin on this one. I like the Panthers just a little bit more because I love Carolina's offense. I love Robbie Anderson. I like DJ Moore. I love Christian McCaffrey. And – we're back here with the same shit that we've been saying about every team, the gelling. The getting to know each other. Getting This is Robert Saleh's first game All right. as head coach with a new defense. But I think he's going to go out there and drop his nuts on the Panthers. I really you do. do. I really do. With the rookie. With the rookie. I think that all those guys on that Jets defense that you just named have played with Sam Darnold enough to to know his tendencies and know what he's going to do. I think that defense is going to feast. And um, if they can contain CMC to a, to a manageable amount, I could definitely see them winning this game. I think it's. I, I do think it's going to be a close game. I just think that CMC, you know, he's got a lot to prove. People are kind of, other than fantasy owners, people are kind of counting him out. You know, he slipped a lot on the top 100 list. Um, I think that's an interesting guy to watch as the season develops because I think if the Panthers aren't really winning a whole bunch of games and if CMC's not like 100%, 100%, which I'm hearing he's not quite yet, uh, I could definitely see him, like them limiting his reps come middle to the end of the season. Really? Yeah. He's got everybody motivated. I mean, you know, Panthers at home. 
Darnold and what's the receiver? Uh, Robbie Anderson, you know, they motivated. I just said, yeah. and then they overall just got a better roster too. So I'm, I'm just, interested. It's, to it's, see. it's a lot for them to overcome. I'm interested to see what uh, Robbie Anderson thinks. Maybe if you, wait. I don't think I've seen anything about his thoughts on getting Sam Darnold back. <laughs> if you're right, you're gonna look like a genius on. Uh, next I season. did. I I read one quote and it was like, "Yeah, I played with Sam before. I know his tendencies." And I don't think it was like a hype thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think see? he was like very excited. I don't know, dude. Turmoil in Carolina. Uh, it's too early for the turmoil. I'm gonna give it's it to too the early. Jets. I'm gonna give it to the Jets. It's too mm. early to say turmoil there. I like Matt Rule too. I think he's a you know. He's, mm. I think not he's a solid. Not my favorite either, but I don't mind him. Yeah, yeah. What's I don't mind? I don't mind Joe Judge, but. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the, I don't mind, but yeah, he's, he's I don't know. He's there, an average coach. <laughs> All right, he's a guy. All right, let's get into uh, Cardinals Titans. Cardinals Titans. Cards Titans Titans. Oh wait, yeah Titans. I I, I kind of got Tennessee in this one too. Um, I feel like Derrick Henry is gonna eat. You can't count out that man. Derrick Henry is gonna eat, and you could say whatever you guys want about Julio Jones being old and not the same Julio. It opens Julio the offense. It it yeah. opens the offense up for more for Derrick Henry. Always know that Julio right here. Like, all right, hold on. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like there's just that respect level with him. Like, I got to keep my eye on this dude no matter how old he is. got to respect him. Mm-hmm, 100%. So, you got Julio, you got A.J. Brown. It opens uh, the door big time for and they at home. Derrick Henry. And they're at home. They're in Tennessee, in Nashville. Back to square one that we've been talking about the whole time. Gelling. Yep. New pieces. They New pieces on out. the Cardinals defense. They yep. lost Malcolm Butler. They lost Patrick Peterson. What are you giggling about? Sorry, bro? sorry, 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 sorry. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Every time we talk, this dude's just giggling his ass off over here. What no, is up? No, we just, I mean, we bet on the Astros Mariners. A little off topic, sorry. But the Mariners just came back from behind. So you lost? No, they're definitely going to win. We bet on the Mariners. Oh, you did? Yeah, to beat the Astros. We took them plus odds. So you, you, they, were, they were up 2 nothing in the first inning. And then they went down four to two, and now they're up eight four in the top of the ninth. So, got a text from Ryan. Shout out Ryan, roommate Ryan. But yeah. he better start listening to our fucking show. Uh, he probably will. We just gotta get on his ass. Yeah. Okay. So what are we rocking with here, JB? I like the Titans. Minus so we three. all might you like the Titans minus three? Yeah. I just think Cardinals defense is old. Very. No Malcolm Butler anymore. Not that probably made a huge difference. Um, I just okay. feel like they lost a few key pieces on that defense, although they did replace it. You mean with Patrick Peterson? Well, yeah. You said no Malcolm Butler. Yeah, they, they lost. Had, Ma- the Malcolm Butler retired. Yeah. They had Malcolm Butler. He retired. Yeah, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why did I not notice when it happened? Uh, Last week. It was kind of yeah. under the radar. It was really? like uh, some family things came up and – uh, he was considering retirement, so they put him on like the what I put, know injured re- re- reserve slash retired list. Wow, yeah. mm-hmm. this is news to me. Okay, so Sorry. He, I didn't know that. I mean, they got Buda Baker. They still got Buda Baker, but fine. there's a lot of who. You know, what linebacker did they lose? I, oh, Why the pass rusher. His name? No, uh, maybe because they still got Chandler, but the one no, that had no. a really he had a really big year last year. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, he had, he had like a five. He had a good he had the, year. He had the game with five and a half sacks last year. Was it Jordan Hicks? Mm-hmm. 
I don't think so. They got weaker in the linebacker spot, though, is what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. But they picked up. But they a, picked up JJ Watt. Yada yada yada. Rookie uh, linebacker, right? Uh, uh, David Tucker, Zayvon Collins. Yeah. What, what did you that? say? I don't know where Vera I got Tucker. that name. I don't know why that came <laughs> out of my mouth. The Jets guard. Vera <laughs> <Vera> Tucker. <laughs> I knew I was it was wrong, like, too. When I said I was like, what is nah, that? He, he, he knew. He knew the second he said that. I will yeah. defend him there. He's like, wait, that ain't right. Yeah, like, what? Okay. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, they got Zayvon Collins, who I, I did like out of the draft. I did yeah. like him, but to, for him to come out there automatically and have an impact like that. Exactly. And then, wait, Isaiah Simmons. Don't forget, mm-hmm. he had a yeah. down season. It was his first season, so I mean, can yeah. we figure out what what position does he plays? Though I don't I know don't. if it's a safety linebacker. linebacker. Like, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. Yeah. Right? What is he? He just know? plays like what sub linebacker? He's yeah. just the zone guy. Yeah. Zoner, zoner. New yeah. position invented by Isaiah Simmons. Zoner. Might, might right as well be the nickel corner or something. I don't know. What's <laughs> off the edge? <laughs> I don't know what they could say. His right here. Anything yeah. come right here? That's you. Just stay there. Put him. Just if I was. Just stay. If I was like, if I was Arizona's defensive coordinator, I'd put him smack dab, put him seven yards behind the defensive line and seven yards in front of the safeties, and either just roam or go running right at the quarterback. Like you, just, you just tell him this play zone. You know, maybe there's a tight end. Hey, get, just put an earpiece in that motherfucker's helmet. Get the tight end this play. You know, get the mid read. Talking play. like he's dumb. Get the mid read. <laughs> right. No, I'm not saying he's stupid. Right. Go I'm here, not, right. go there, do that. I'm not saying, I'm not saying he's stupid, but if I would no, just I do it, it, like you know, either hit, you know, get the mid read, maybe get the deep third. They this play, figured it out by this time. I mean, you had a year with him. Well, I remember last last year, like the first seven games, he didn't. He played like twenty percent of the snaps. Yeah, he didn't even play a lot because yeah. they were probably just like, we don't Confused. know what the fuck like, to do with him. What the fuck do we do with this guy? You can see the, the uh, talent, though. Yeah, Hopefully you can. The speed. What, what I mean, yeah, fucking, yeah. that man can cover a whole field. He can rush the passer. It's just, yep. it's kind of like, I don't even know. I don't. I there's. I don't know who to compare him to. I don't because I feel like I haven't seen anything like this before. Yeah, you, a player really where you could just do whatever the fuck you want with him. All right. On the defensive side of the ball, yeah, that's. Mm. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. But we're all rocking with the Titans. Yeah. I think the Titans are going to be too much to handle. Browns, Chiefs, maybe the best game of the weekend, I would say. Um, Chiefs. How about some Chiefs? Uh, I don't know, man. I really like the Browns this year. I do. I do, too. But do I like them more than the Kansas City Chiefs? No, you don't. I'll answer that for you. You don't. Do I like them more than the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead Stadium with a packed house? No, you do not. I don't. I really you don't. Absolutely do not. And I know JB, he's gonna rock with the Browns here, but I'm rocking with the Kansas City Chiefs, and I, I think it's too. gonna be a great football game. I don't know why it's not the Sunday night football game. I really don't. This should be the Sunday night football game, but I'm not bitching because it's my Bears who suck. And not complaining. I think the Browns personally. I, just, I think that's the toughest matchup in the AFC for the Chiefs. I think they match up very nice with them. Especially with all of these new pieces that they added on defense, I think it um it's a, it's a great. And then you gotta you you gotta watch out for um the Chiefs' lack of a uh, wide receiver talent. I like Miko Hardman. He, you know he 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 a burner, but I don't think he's a pure. Well, it sounds like Justin's rocking with the Browns. Is wide receiver. What I'm no, I'm just saying. I just think they match up with the Chiefs perfect. Like if anybody really can take the Chiefs. I think the Browns. 
Well, there Watch you out go. for them. But yeah. I mean, if, if there's two teams in the AFC that I think can rock with but, the Chiefs, I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes, to be clear. The thing is about the, the wide receiver thing that you said, though, is that they really haven't been that deep at wide receiver ever. You know, Sammy Watkins was eh, solid. It's, it's overshadowed. Would have some games. How great they are. But it's just they work with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, really, at the end of the day. And then right. that's what <laughs> opens up the offense for other guys like McCole yep. Hardman and makes them look a little better than they probably really are. Exactly. You put McCole Hardman in Chicago and he's probably <laughs> not right. jack shit. So I don't think really I don't think it really matters who they have as their wide receiver too, in my opinion. Because no, I mean, they, if those two guys healthy, imagine if one of those guys get hurt though. New ball yeah, game. exactly. Brand, brand new ball Mahomes, game. Brand new ball. No, I agree with the there. You do need some depth pieces, but when they have to worry about you know replacing their offensive line, which they did so beautifully in this off season, right? Um, you really don't have time to look at a second receiver. I know they tossed an offer to Juju Smith Schuster. I know they did do that. Andy Reid. Sent him like there was a whole deal like Andy Reid sent him a picture of him holding the Super Bowl trophy and a Super Bowl ring, saying you could have one of these if you joined our team and all that. Decided to stick with Pittsburgh, but you know, I'm rocking with the Chiefs. JB, how you feeling about this weekend's game? Um, kind of like Justin was saying, I feel like this is the best matchup. Um, very well could be an AFC Championship preview. Very well. Um, I think the Browns. Have a lot going for him right now. Get Kalani to match up with Miles Garrett. Add John Johnson to that defensive secondary. Yep. Grandin puts coming back. Want that too, but you're getting a healthy Odell back. Mm-hmm. If um, he can stay healthy. It don't matter. I'm talking week one. You're right. You're right. So you're right. I think definitely they have a lot of guys that are hungry and ready to prove something. So I just feel like this is one of the games that everybody's going to be like, yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. And then the Browns are just going to slide out of nowhere and take one from Patrick Mahomes. I'm not ruling it surprised. out. Yeah. I wouldn't I, rule I, it out I at wouldn't, all. I would not be surprised. All right, yeah. Let's move on to another good game, Dolphins-Pats. Dolphins-Pats. I'm going to go Pats. I'm going to go Pats. Ooh. I kind of like the Patriots as well. I'm riding the Mac Jones train, baby. Really? Yeah. I think Bill Belichick's going to have his work cut out for him. Or I think Bill, I think Tua Tagovailoa is going to have his work cut out for him with Bill Belichick. You know, I think Bill Belichick's going to really oh, yeah. put the pressure on Tua. For sure. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he works with his new receiving core. You know, Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller. Obvious um, jail situation. They don't really have a running game. Yeah, uh, Gaskin is. Yeah, he's yeah. aight at best. And they don't really have a running game going on in Miami. So, I'm, I like Mike Jusecki a lot, but I feel like, I don't know. I, I <clears throat> This is tough because Mac Jones might have his work cut out for him too now. A Dolphins defense is scary, scary good. And they got Brian Flores calling the shots now there. I think he'd be aight. I'm going to trust Trusting Bill, um, <laughs> they also at home, so. Uh, uh, and you know, Gillette Stadium is gonna be loud, ready yeah, for Mac Jones. So excited for Mac Jones. This week one, yeah, I'm 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 a roll with the Pats. I think that defense also is gonna be missing uh, Stephon Gilmore, but they still got guys to make up. J.C. Jackson and mm-hmm. you know, um, Devin McCourney. So I mean, 
I like the defense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a roll with what I know. Stick to what I know. Pat's got it. JB, why do you like the Patriots this weekend? Yeah, just Mac Jones train, <laughs> baby. I mean, that's I think he's gonna have the best week out of all the rookies. Um, I could see. That. I could see him going for like even more than T. Law against the Texans. Yeah. I I would say more impressive. I would say timely drives, like maybe not as good as stats as T. Law, but mm-hmm. I definitely think his overall quarterback play is gonna be the best out of all the rookies this this week. Okay. T-Log going to play this one game. It's going to be 85 uh, week two on Madden. <laughs> 80? 85. Uh, you know the hype's already around them. Um, ah, maybe got to go oddball here. I'll go with Miami. I'll go with Miami. I like the game a lot. I like the Pats a lot. But I like Miami's defense more. You know, I think that they're going to be. Really? I do. I like. I do. I, I love I Miami's like defense. Right now. I, I love like Miami. I'm not confident. No, I was I'm gonna not. say. I'm pretty sure you just said we were all going with the Pets. Oh no! Oh no! I said yeah. I do like the Patriots. I do like the Patriots. I do like the Patriots, but I don't know. I really like Miami's defense. Um, want bet on it? No, I don't want to fucking bet on it, bro. Because I don't. I, I don't. Five know bucks, how, friendly wager. That's not friendly wager. That's that's a money wager. That's not a friendly wager. That's a money wager. Five dollars. That's friendly. A friendly wager is just like hey, it's you like, know, hey, let's I'll take the trash out or something like that. Or hey, I'll I'll know. bet with you. You just you just you just let me know. I will bet with you. Oh, you want you want the Chargers Washington? Hmm. That was the other one. I said. Show, think about. I let you know. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll go Dolphins. Got, gotta I'll make it on oddball. air, though. I'll be, I'll be the Dolphins, and I'll go oddball, and I'll rock with the Dolphins. Broncos, Giants. Who are we liking this weekend? Broncos. I'm loving the Broncos. I feel like that's another it's one. I feel like I kind of want to hammer. What's the spread? Two and a half. Broncos favored? Broncos. I'll rock, with, I'll rock with Denver as well in this one. Minus two and a half. I'd smash that. I love the Broncos defense. I just kicked the well, shit Giants. Computer. Uh, you want to oh. make a bet on that one, too? We can parlay it. We can parlay it. We not. We we don't make bets on Danny Dimes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I could just see a scenario in which the because um, that quarterback. Well, okay, Teddy Bridgewater starting right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's different. Um. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just. I don't know. Sometimes you feel it. Like, I don't know. I just. I'm going to go with the Giants. I do think it's going to be a low-scoring matchup. I will say that. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be 21-14 final. Is Saquon playing? Saquon is playing. Wasn't there, like, some questions about him starting week one? Saquon, Saquon? is he officially going? No. He's out? No, 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 no. He's been limited. Right. And is week one still in balance? If Saquon play, they win. I'll say that. Oh. Saquon play, they win. I like Denver's defense too much. Not enough to bet on. And though. I think that yeah, Teddy not, Bridgewater is. I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be game manage a, a good game. Man, it's gonna be, it's going to be a good game where he can just manage the game. It'll be a good game. You mocking me right now? It'll be a good game. I'm nervous, man. Football's here. I'm excited. Packers Saints uh, Sunday, America's game of the week for the 3:25 slot. Rockwell Green Bay. Hammer. Obviously. Hammer the Green Bay minus four. Come on, smash that shit. They're not even home in the dome. Home in the dome. Yeah. They're not even home in the home dome, in the man. Dome. Packer fans travel. Saints fans travel. It's probably going to be a 50-50 crowd, whether it's a Saints home game or not. Uh, I just love Green Bay. I love Green Bay in this matchup. I think Green Bay is going to put up a lot of points like they did last year on the Saints. They got it. And newsflash, you don't have Drew Brees. 
Newsflash, you don't have Michael Thomas. Damn. And they lost some other pieces on that defense, too. Yeah. I'm so, smashing yeah. Packers <laughs> minus four. If it, they, they lose, if the Packers lose, you won't see me throwing a pity party. That's for damn sure. If the Packers right. lose, you will not see me throwing a pity party in any wrong. way. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Famous James come out and, you know, do his thing. But, um, they didn't want to come talk about the Jets. <laughs> He did have a Jets jersey on. We had a little, we had a stray in the studio wearing a Jets jersey. <laughs> <Stray>. <laughs> we were like, who the fuck? To say the least. Was a, yeah. I don't even know who that was. 80. Uh-huh. It was an old jersey. It was an old Jets jersey. Yeah. All right, yeah. We're all hammering Packers in this one. But if the Packers lose, we all agree. JB, do you agree with us that we are not throwing a fit? If the if Packers, Packers lose? lose? Oh, definitely not. We're throwing a party, in my opinion. Absolutely. We're throwing a party, and then the party will stop very well, it depends shortly. Depends how much money I put on it. Then I might be a little. We will throw little like upset. a t- we'll throw like a twenty minute party because then as soon as that game's over, the Bears and the Rams play, and then it's not a party anymore. It's not a party anymore. Kind of sucks. So uh, Bears Rams JB, I'll go ahead and let you start this one off. I'm taking the Rams. I mean, taking Rams minus seven. I think it was down to six and a half the last time I seen it. Oh, I like that. I'd probably take Rams minus six and a half on that. So yeah. I'm probably going to take the Rams. Let's go ahead and hear the reasoning. Go ahead and I'll, set up. You I'll, get this your. I'll double. Your f- I'll double check. No, I'm going to double check. Oh, it's up to seven and a half. You taking the Rams minus seven and a half? Oh, dude, that's tough. This is your free reign right now. I'm you know, gonna, this is your opportunity to shit on the Bears with no. I'm going to take the under though, forty-seven and a half. Okay. I like that better than seven and a half. Um, I would definitely say that the Rams got a. Crazy defense, so I feel like um, Red Rifle is going to come out a little slow, and we'll just see how it goes. I mean, I don't got too much else to say on it. Obviously, yeah. I want to see the Bears lose, but you ain't gonna get too much backlash from over here. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you right? No, yeah, I. I, I mean, shit, you, right. you, you guys right. want to lose? See, Justin Fields a little faster, so. That's the thing about it. Do I want my Bears to lose? Like, this is like a weird game. I don't see us winning regardless of who's on the field. Until Andy Dalton leads you to mm, 10-7. Maybe you're I fighting for a playoff that. spot. Maybe you're fighting for a playoff spot. If we could win this game. I wouldn't be and mad. Then they okay, extend let's be and realist. then they extend them? Shut the fuck up. That ain't happening. Uh, that's not happening. That's not he happening. To he not a, he leads you to a playoff? Adds Alex Smith led Wins the Chiefs to the playoffs. Alex Smith led the Chiefs to the playoffs. I don't know, man. But I no chance. I, like if Andy front offense, run, <laughs> your front offense. I wouldn't feel like front oh no, I loves want us, Andy I want us to lose. So you think Justin Fields? You think uh, you think Andy Dalton's leading us to ten and seven? Do I think so? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, but so why are we what if he does? It? I'm talking theoretical situations. Then here. congrats, Andy Dalton. Here's a pat on the ass. Don't let the door hit you, <laughs> where the good Lord split you. <laughs> if he look, if he, it, man, Chicago loves white quarterbacks though. Yeah, not anymore. Extension. <laughs> not anymore. They'll trade Justin Fields, bro. Shut the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. To the no, no, no. They'll no. trade him for Kirk Cousins. Uh, all right, let's 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 get. Oh my god, I'd cry. Um, <laughs> I'd be like, why are we doing this? Um, this is white. Uh, it, it's pretty simple here, folks. Uh, Andy Dalton just ain't that great of a quarterback anymore nowadays. Whether who, I'll go ahead and say this, whether who was starting week one 
against the Rams. We were going to lose. You know, I think the Rams have, you know, a very good chance at potentially being in a Super Bowl this year with Matt Stafford. Um, I think Matt Stafford knows the Chicago defense very well. He's played against them twice a year his entire career. And he's got the best supporting staff around him that he's seen in his entire career. And they're at home. And they're first, at home. First ever home game with the fans. Exactly. Going to be hyped. Yeah, he's going to kick our ass. It's cool. It, it is cool. It's it's, a, it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. We've seen it come in. You know, we've kind of, you know, been whooping Matt Stafford's ass the last few years. So, you know, you know, he's definitely looking to kind of put a dent in us week one and get his revenge with a new squad and kind of be like, look at me now kind of vibe. And I think that's what he's going to do. The Bears have a lot of secondary issues, you know, and Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are probably going to feast. I really believe that. Um, I'm confident in the run defense. You know, there isn't really the best running game going on over there in L.A. right now. So I think that the Bears' run defense, especially with Eddie Goldman being back, even though there's rumors about him right now being injured, kind of going around very quietly that he might not play week one with an injury. Who was that? Eddie Eddie Goldman. Goldman. Just rumors. But I'm not too worried about the run game Saturday night is or Sunday night is what I was saying. I'm not really that upset about it. But I do think that Matt Stafford is going to feast on our secondary this Sunday night. And uh, you got to remember that they've got Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, um, the best position, the best players at both of their positions. You know, Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback in the NFL, and Aaron Donald is the best interior rusher in the NFL. And that's not going to be an easy matchup for our offensive line and for our wide receivers. So, yeah, I think it's pretty easy to go ahead and say go Rams here on this one, folks. Uh, And then the Monday night game, the final game, Raiders-Ravens. JB, who do you like here? This is another one where I think it's going to be the Ravens for sure, but I won't throw a fit if the Raiders beat the Ravens. Um, Wait, you just don't like the Ravens? I mean – I don't know. I think they're not necessarily overhyped because I don't mind Lamar Jackson. Um, but I think given the situation, given their offense, they don't really have the weapons. Sure, they have the run game. Losing J.K. Dobbins kind of hurts. Their offense is kind of in question. Their defense is pretty good. I mean, top ten, I'd say for sure. Top five, maybe even. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could definitely see the Raiders maybe keeping it close, maybe pulling up. I don't know. I, I'm taking the Ravens, but I wouldn't throw a fit. They're, in, the ba- they're in Baltimore, correct? No. Oh, they're in uh, Vegas. Vegas, baby. Okay. Vegas. Baltimore. Yeah, they get it. Okay. That was simple. I like that. Right to it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and have to rock with Baltimore as well, but I kind of agree with JB. Won't be surprised if the Raiders keep it kind of somewhat close. They got uh, Definitely won't throw a fit if they, they beat them. What are the what are the spreads on that? I want to say it's pretty big. I don't know. Maybe I just not. don't trust. I don't. It's four and a half. I don't trust the Raiders' defense at all by any means. At all. Not at all. Not even close. I don't trust them. I don't mind their offense, really. I don't mind it at all either, though. I don't mind their offense. You know, I think Henry Ruggs could maybe have a little bit of a decent year. We officially have our first charter plane of the year. 
The Cowboys have officially boarded their plane and are headed to Tampa. Ah, dude, I'm fucking juiced, baby. I'm juiced. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, um, I think uh, Josh Jacobs will maybe have a slow game against the Ravens' defense. And uh, the Ravens' secondary is pretty solid, too. You know, Marcus Peters and uh, Marlon Humphrey are one of the best cornerback duos in the league. Absolutely. And I think that they're just going <laughs> to feast on the Raiders' offense. I like, uh, I actually like Ravens minus four and a half in this. I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and, and go Ravens minus four and a half on the road. And uh, I think it'll be a six, uh, seven to ten point game, Ravens. I do. I think Gus Edwards could have a solid game, too. You switch real quick. Ravens going to win. Full, full faith in my boy, Lamar. I'm easy to convince, baby. That's what she said. Well, Mac was limited in practice. Mac who? Khalil Mac. Yeah. When isn't he limited nowadays? All right, let's get into it. Overrated, underrated. You know how it works. What? What you got to say? Bad injury report for week one. What are the go to the questionables, all that? Did not practice, did not practice. Limited, 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 and then fulls. Is there like out questionable, out questionable uh, thing? <laughs> oh, game. Okay. Hey, like, we ready. Yeah, we all right. We're fine. <laughs> Don't worry about I don't it. mean to brag, but the Vikings had a perfect attendance today. Nobody was held out of practice. Full-fledged. I love it. Yeah, anyway. Um. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Sick. Overrated, underrated, you know how it works. We pick an NFL category, and we pick a um, regular, you know, normal, civilized category. So this week's categories are NFL tight ends, overrated, underrated, and Drake songs. In honor of CLB Certified Lover Boy coming out last week. Um, let's go ahead and kick it off with tight ends, JB. Who's your overrated tight end? Overrated? Overrated tight end in the NFL. I'm going to go with Mark Andrews. Oh. Just signed an extension. I A feel like. That one at that. Yeah. What? I feel like his numbers haven't exactly matched his pay. And I say that he had a good year in 2019. in 2019. Didn't really have a good year last year at all. Um, but he's always in that conversation for top five just because there's not many good tight ends out there. And I feel like for that reason alone, he's just a little overhyped. Well, he's playing on a, a, a run first team, too. including That's fine. A lot of people are, I feel like. So. Okay. I mean, George, George Kittle. That's a run-first offense. True. Very true. All right. Justin, who's your overrated tight end? I'm going to go with O.J. Howard. And what? <laughs> yeah, man, just a bum, man. He's just a bum. Yeah, I just I just feel like, like, like if y'all remember before Gronk came and every – like, he always injured, too, and people always – Oh, OJ come back. OJ, that was one of the main things that they was pushing before, you know, AB came and Gronk came. OJ Howard, OJ, Howard. and even then I was like, no, like he ain't. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where. I, I, I guess coming out of college, he was real hyped, and he just ain't proved nothing to me. I mean, unless I'm, I'm missing something, but I just don't feel like he's. Uh, premier tight end in the league. I don't feel like he does anything 
super well. And yeah, I just feel like he's overrated. I don't, I don't think if I don't I don't think it's like a he need like a change in scenery or nothing. I just I don't know. And 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 maybe that will help, but I just personally don't see the it factor about him. It, just, yeah. it, it don't it don't transfer for everybody. I don't even just fuck with OJ Howard to begin with. I just think he's a bum. And there's like he got a good Madden card. He's the third best tight end on that team. Who's their second? Cameron Bright. Cameron Bright, the Harvard boy, the scholar, the gentleman and the scholar. And it's a fair argument too. That's fair. The gentleman and the scholar. All right. Um, see, look, I thought you guys were for sure going to take mine, but you didn't. I'm going Evan Ingram. Yes, I was. Hey, <laughs> my second one was, <laughs> was going to be one. my second one was going to be um, who I like a lot, but we just need to relax and let him play out because he's a rookie. Kyle Pitts, like you can't you can't put him into the top four right away because you know he's a rookie. Even though I yeah. do think he will be a great tight end in this that league. Was Evan Ingram, that was Evan Ingram is mine, man. I feel like every you know even with when it comes to fantasy owners, they're just uh, like, oh, Evan Ingram, baby. He give me Jay Cutler vibes. We're st- <laughs> he's just up and down, up and down. Like, uh, he's not the healthiest dude either, you know. He's either out or he's in in your lineup for fantasy. And odds are he's not putting up major points for you. Yep. So, I feel like, you know, Evan Ingram, they, they he was a pro bowler. Motherfucking pro bowler. He's not a pro bowler. Evan Ingram is not a pro bowl tight end. He is not a pro bowler. No, he's not. And the only reason he got into the pro bowl was because George Kittle. I don't even know if I would look at him and say he's a – there's probably ten tight ends I could have, maybe maybe ten tight ends I could name where I'd rather have that tight end on my roster than him. Oh yeah, for sure. For I would sure. probably, in my opinion, if you just took tight end off pure talent, I would maybe even go Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry over Evan Ingram, even though I think now oh, with yeah. both of them being in New England, they could struggle um, production wise just because there's two two heads there. Even though I think their twelve man sets in New England are going to be really solid. Could struggle with production. Maybe the numbers go down because they're splitting there. I would take both of them. I'd take Fant, Hunt Henry, Janu, Waller, Kelsey, Kittle, Andrews, yep. Pitts. There's got to be Hawkinson. I don't I'd, say, I'd say Goddard over him. Dallas Goddard, you could argue. Um, and then there's there's tight ends on the come up, too. There's say tight Monk ends already. On. Hell, Jimmy Graham even arguably had a better year than him last year. I'm not bought in on Evan Ingram. It's simple. Underrated tight ends. JB, you go. I think there's a few candidates for this this one. I feel like, without trying to take your guys', I'm going to name three that are very close on the list for me. Um, I'm going to say Noah Faint. He's very, very underrated. Sorry. Um, I would say... TJ Hawkinson is underrated. Definitely uh, underrated. He's starting to get a little more attention, which he deserves. But between those two Iowa boys, they definitely deserve some recognition. Definitely. Um, and then RIP 2021, uh, Irv Smith, dude. I mean, he's pretty much a freaking wide receiver, dude. He's Kyle Pitts, just two years, three years older. So he played for the Saints, Jets. Earth? I know that name, yeah. He's a Vikings. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cole Komet. <laughs> I'm fucking around. I like Irv Smith a lot. I do like Irv Smith a lot. Uh, Yeah, I feel like you definitely stole mine with the three you named. 
<laughs> Fucker, I was gonna say no offense. I gotta. I'm gonna go John U. Smith. I'm gonna go John U. Smith. Uh, maybe production will go down a little bit, like I talked about here a little bit ago. But I like him a lot. You know, I thought I thought he did great things in Tennessee. Um, and I do think that the twelve man sets are gonna go absolutely nuts in uh New England. I think that he he could have another good year. Um, just a solid production year. Maybe like I said, you know, since he's not being the solo guy, he won't go nuts nuts. But I think that, you know, Hunter Henry and John U. Smith are both gonna be putting up some solid numbers in New England. And uh people don't really talk about John U. Smith as one of the best tight ends in the league, or even a top ten tight end. And I I fully believe that he he has the talent to be a top 10 tight end, and I like John o. Smith a lot. Justin, who's your uh, underrated tight end? My boy, Eric Ebron. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Um, Stonehands Ebron? Yeah, I just I feel like he's uh, very solid. He's not one of those guys whose name we hear a lot. I don't think people are necessarily game planning for him. I don't think he's the... When you think of the best tight ends or some of the you know best tight ends in the, in, the, in the league, I don't think his name comes up enough. But he's very solid. Like if 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 the Bears got Eric Ebron, I would be excited. He's very uh, quiet and subtle, but he's um good tight end man. He's a solid tight end. If he could catch the ball consistently, I think Eric Ebron could be a very good tight end in this league. But he's always had stone ass hands. He's always been way too many drops. For a tight end. And now with the way that the league's moving, you cannot be dropping the ball as much as Eric Ebron does. Again, I'm kind of in my own world over here, kind of still thinking about underrated tight ends. Um, I'll leave the fantasy to, to the other guys over there on the, <laughs> the money train. But <clears throat> I, like I, would, I would be on the lookout for Gerald Everett this year. Okay. Making, okay. making the switch from the Rams to now the Seahawks. Uh, I feel like the Seahawks have kind of been missing that – reliable kind of not dump off option but like a third or fourth option where stays closer to the line I feel like DK's a long ball guy Tyler Lockett can definitely be too um but now they got Gerald Everett underneath I feel like he's due for a breakout season I I like uh I like Gerald Everett I do like Gerald Everett I think that's a a good underrated pick JB but who's who's the one you're going with no fan or Gerald Everett. Well, if you guys want a, a different one. Well, I, it's too late now. I, I named four. I gave you my fucking name. I, I'll you just name four. whatever ones you guys don't want. No, man, it's it's too late. I already picked mine. John Luke Smith. And he already picked his. Because you had to take in four. His, uh, in his team. You had to take four of them. So I went with John. All right. I'll go with Faint. Okay. Because I have to make the graphic. <laughs> so I can't put four tight ends on there for the you graphic. Can. I cannot. Yes, you can. I don't have enough space for that, yes, JP. Just put little profile pictures of each one. Yeah. Nope. I was I was I was kinda ill prepared for that one. Um you did you did kinda take all of them. Uh, hey, I but, just I mean, give I, you guys more ideas <laughs> to think of. I don't I don't have a problem with you guys poaching an idea. I mean, I feel like this is what it's for. Maybe we just gotta start setting some ground rules. Oh, <laughs> The last person who goes can name a few of them, and then you can dive into the, oh, I was thinking that, but whoever starts off, you can't just knock off four. I was the first one. Yeah, you were. Was I? Yeah, and you just railed off fucking four tight ends. (laughs) All right. Uh, Drake songs, (laughs) overrated, underrated, not just certified lover boy. 
See, that's hard though. Like, oh, uh, it's not really. It gives you okay, more of a okay, variety. Go ahead, go ahead, gives you more ahead. of a variety. JB overrated Drake songs. I'll let you start. Take don't one song. <laughs> You're starting <laughs> off. I'm gonna go with started from the bottom. Oh no! I feel like that's a song that I could bop every now and again, but. I feel like back when it came out, it definitely got overplayed. You're crazy, dude. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, that's a banger. That's it. That's, that's a it. That's all they say, though. It's like... Boys tell a story about the man. Come on. <laughs> I it, I just think it's still a little overrated. <laughs> say I never struggled was a hungry dog. I got it, but I can tell your boy to the man. Come on. Or maybe it's because I hear Will sing it all the time. I don't know. That's a slapper, bro. <laughs> he, like, Started from, you <laughs> I mean, Drake is my guy. I do fuck with Drake a lot. He yeah. is my dude. Uh, yeah, but I love Drake. But I feel like started from I can't I, I can't that's a good you, song. well you can't go wrong with Drake you put on Drake I'll bop to any song so that's, that's where like, overrated kind of makes it hard yeah yeah, yeah I mean I get it for I get for it. show purposes there's definitely some that were way too overhyped that I was like this isn't even top I mean, four even on this like, album even like like Jumpman when it first came yeah, out yeah Jump it a, was that's over a, it was overplayed it's a good song it, it was just overplayed see look I don't even listen to Jumpman like that anymore because I, well, I agree no, with you yeah, that it's definitely overrated. not anymore I agree but. with you that that's an overrated song I wasn't too hyped up with it first time I heard it I was like all right this is all right and then I heard it every day see I, I absolutely loved it it was it was it was great I loved it all right so what's your overrated song Justin well you said we're not restricted to certified lover boy but I'm gonna go with Certified Lover Boy only because it's fresh on my mind, and I can't. He's just saying off way the, too sexy. I'm gonna get pissed. I, I can't off the top just think of any Drake songs. That's like, oh, I hate I, that was you know. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go with way too sexy. Man, was, I seen mm. that's terrible. It's whack. Oh, cut it! Oh my goodness, so sexy. Yeah. Uh, yeah sexy. If we get copyrighted, I'm gonna be pissed. This song is whack. Bro, that I is like, the. I, I enjoyed the video. The video was funny as hell. The video, the video was, was funny was as hell. And it, all right, come on. But I, I'm not gonna ride around this today. I'm not. Oh, I'm not, I am, bro. That's, my, the, like, that's on, the that's the male wop, bro. This, it's the male wop. It's the male wop. The females had wop. They had the wop last year. From the top, make it drop. That's some what ass, you know. This shit's trash. That's you know. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's, That's the male trash. version of WAP. Now we get, yeah, we too I, sexy I de- for our shirts. I definitely could see where he's coming from, though, but I don't think it's it can be labeled overrated yet. It's definitely probably the most hyped up song on the album. Hyped up. Not the best yeah. song on the album, but it's the most hyped. And I like it. I'm, I'm, it's a little... Because the, the, so- the rest of the songs I really liked. The rest of the songs I really liked. And, but they... But you need you need that one like little shake your ass music. You need like, your shake no. your ass you know, music. I, I, like you don't know Will G until you know shaking ass. That's yeah. all that man does. I study shake, shake ass, ass man. <laughs> That's all he did. I'm fucking. If I'm in the club, I'm throwing I can, ass. I can rat. <laughs> nah, dude. This man. This man. I can only like. No homo, like picture him in the shower, just like, hey, just like, oh, twerk. I mean, oh you definitely oh, twerked I mean, it. I don't twerk in he, the bro, shower. He takes, he takes his speaker, his little speaker in there, and he's in there for a, a while. Y'all heard it. And he just, he just bumps the songs. Will, so I could definitely see him in there, just like Will shaking his ass. Shake his ass too. Y'all heard it at first, <laughs> man. I'm throwing it, bro. <laughs> now it's way too sexy, dude. I'm telling you, like the rest of the songs are better songs. Not all of them. Some of them are. Eh. But Will's always too one, sexy for his shirt. This I'm yeah, I'm always steady. You know, it's just it it's my wop, bro. It's like I'm rocking I'm rolling around, you know, no fucks given, you know, man bod shirt off, don't give a fuck what people got to say about me. Fucking just I'm too sexy. 
you know, that's just my shit. And like, you get you get your good, you get your good raps. You know, you got Knife Talk on the album. That's a gas song. You know, that's my favorite song on the album. Knife Talk. You got Fair Trade. But you need that one that you can just. You need every album needs an ass shaker, and that's your ass shaker right there. And it's a good ass shaking song right there. At that, my overrated song, "Nice for What." I never really liked it. It was solid. Um, that was a little bit of an ass shaker, but you know, you guys know what song I'm talking about. Uh, I know the name. I know. Nice for what? It, it, it was not my favorite. It was not. I, I don't know. It was a really hype song. And if what, I liked it, it would have been on my phone. So I, I know it was not. Oh. Oh, that's the name of you back okay. in. Dude, how can you not sing it, bro? And then you get to this part. Hold on. But how to make it work? Like he, like when, like half the song cuts up and it just turns in like some dubstep yeah. shit. Damn, that's it is called. Nice it wasn't though. even close to a top like thirty Drake song. I can name thirty Drake songs better than that. No, and that, that was that was a nice ass song. Oh, you, you tripping? Yeah, not started from the bottom is better than that, and way no. too sexy is better than that. No. Nice for what is not that good of a song, and that was like the number one song in the summer. Way too sexy, maybe. That's nice for what. Yeah. Oh, 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 damn, boy. Okay, that's, that's you really okay. piping okay. up. Yeah, not okay. my shit. Okay, okay, I right. give you that. And then I uh, that. since I went last, it was okay. Uh, I would say Hotline Bling was eh. It, it was what, eh. the Hotline. The dance, man, I be, yeah, I fuck with the dance, yeah, but, like, like, it was all right. It was all right, you know. Talking straight song content. There's a lot better songs out there from Drake. That was very catchy. Underrated songs by Drake. I'll go ahead and start us off since I just finished this off. Star 67 is one of my favorite Drake songs, if not my favorite Drake song. Blowing up. I'm blowing up. Oh dang! Yeah, blowing up. I mean, dude, come to the apartment for just a day and listen to how much that man blares his speaker and just. I do better shit. with the shaking ass, the whole my system. You're coming to our apartment. You're coming for a show. Wow. Um, yeah. I don't want to come for that show. I'm shake your ass on your day. own time. <laughs> oh, he do. I shake my ass when you got a girlfriend. I want to shake my ass. Oh, uh, <laughs> underrated Drake song. Oh, I found one. You <clears throat> motherfucker! All right, just an underrated Drake song. Um, since we all let me see, does uh I'm gonna say Mia? Does that count as a Drake song? Which one? Uh? The one where he's speaking Spanish. Uh, this was called with Bad Bunny. I don't know. I don't think I've heard it. Oh, I've heard this song. Underrated? There's a lot better Drake songs out there that um, slept on. I can't, I can't. Let me see. I like that. I like, um, what's the one on the very, very first album? I'll Take Care. Um, Best I ever had. I think I'll with take Andre, care? Andre 3000 and Wayne is on it. Um. You think in a hyper? No. Hell yeah. No. That's a good ass song. Um, That's like my favorite Drake song. Girl, way it goes what? Underground, right? No. Is you sure it's on the Take Care album? Yes. Girl, way it goes down. 
What's the name of that song? The Real Her. That's one the of my real favorite all time okay. Drake songs. Okay, that's a solid song. Love I fuck song. with it. I fuck with it. <clears throat> I don't I don't I don't know if it's underrated, but mm-hmm. I can get behind yeah, it. Yeah, that's why I feel like it makes it tough. I, love I feel it. like mm-hmm. what do you really consider? That's why I overrated, said it's underrated, hard, underrated. Right, that's what song? Yeah, it, yeah. it depends <laughs> on the listener. I feel like there's mm-hmm. definitely different vibes. I feel you. I feel it, you on it, that. Yeah, it, it just yeah. Okay, JB, your underrated Drake song. Uh, I'm probably I'm going to go with 5AM in Toronto. Okay. Okay. I I do like that one. That's a solid solid little tune. Again, I'm trying to I, I just can't think of anyone. There was a couple else. I could have probably named off, but I went first and I wanted to give you boys your options. Well, name some more. Gotta make some ground rules. <laughs> uh She Will with Drake uh, and uh, Little Wayne. That's underrated. What do you think? It's perfectly placed. Mm. I mean, it was definitely played for a long time. Uh, With Me is a great song. Fair. I love that song. Or Are You With Me? Are You With Me? Is that what it's called? Are You With Me? I don't know that. It's on uh, Views. It's on his Views album. Oh, wait. See, it'd be the the, the, the titles on. on I like Child's Play. Yeah, I like Child's Play. Yeah. This one. Yeah, I like this. Child's play. Child's play, feel like no ways, feel no ways. Views is an oh, underrated yeah, album. That, now you're making me think of views. Views. <laughs> All right. Views. Uh, this subs. I think that's uh, I think that's gonna now. wrap it up for us today. Hour and forty minutes, boys. That's how long we went. It is five thirty. Yes. Mm-hmm. I need some dinner. I need dinner too. Are we getting grub after this? Before we catch this game. Yeah. Before we catch this game, game time in two hours. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> All right, this is the Pinewood Perspective. We guys hope we are hoping you guys have a great football weekend. Um, I'm so excited. We could not be more hyped. Kickoff here in a little bit for you guys. Uh, Thursday night football is back. Football is back, and damn, Dang. it feels good. Damn, it feels good. This is the Pinewood Perspective. I'm Will G. I'm JB. Justin Matthews. And this is the Pinewood Perspective.